everybody. It's Monday. I'm Matthew Laria, and you're watching the Faithful Life broadcast. Let's pray and release faith over today's broadcast, and then we're going to get right into the Word. Father, we do thank you again today, Lord, for your Word. We ask you again today, Lord, for revelation of your Word. We ask you for grace and help to receive it, to put it into practice, and to see it work in our lives. And we do thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, all this week on the broadcast, we're going to be doing a series of teachings entitled, God is for me. In fact, why don't you say that with me today, friend, as you're watching the broadcast, God is for me. Now, hearing that might sound basic to you, and you might even think, well, I already know God is for me. But friend, the purpose of ministering this to you on the broadcast this week is to build your faith in it, to get you so confident and so convinced that God is for you, that the devil could never talk you out of believing that. And so it's not just about knowing something, it's about believing it, and it's about being fully persuaded of it. And the enemy, what you'll find out this week on the broadcast, is that the enemy is constantly endeavoring to get us to believe that God is not for us. I mean, have you ever had the enemy say to you, well, why did God let that happen to you? Or how come God didn't do that for you? Friend, what he's trying to get you to believe in the undertones of that is that God is not for you. He's trying to insinuate that God is not for you. And so we want to get so convinced that God is for us that we would never believe anything different. And so let's begin today's broadcast by going to Psalm 56. Psalm 56, and we're going to look there at verse 9. It says this, When I cry unto you, or when I call out unto you, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. I want to read that verse to you again. Psalm 56 verse 9 says, When I cry unto you, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. And so again, this week on the broadcast, we are feeding your faith that God is for you. The psalmist in, in this verse said, this I know, God is for me. See, he was convinced that God is for him. And when you're talking about faith, and when you're talking about feeding your faith, you're talking about being confident and convinced. You know, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The word substance there means confidence of things hoped for. And then it says it's the, the evidence of things not seen. And that word evidence means conviction. And so faith has to do with being confident and faith has to do with being convinced. And we want to be confident and convinced that God is for us. You know, faith can vary in levels of strength from area to area. 
What do I mean by that? Well, you can be confident and convinced that God is your Savior and that when you die, you're going to spend eternity with Him. You can be fully confident and convinced of that. But then when it comes to God healing your body, maybe you're not as confident and not as convinced of that. You know, in Acts chapter 14, verse 9, it talked about, about a guy that had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. And so he was confident and convinced that God would heal him. And so from area to area, your faith can be at a different level. You can have very strong faith that God would heal you. But then when it comes to your finances, you're not very strong in faith that God would take care of you financially. And so I'm saying that to tell you that this week on the broadcast, in this area of God being for you, we want to feed your faith in that area so that you can be confident and convinced of the reality that God is for you. You know, in Romans chapter 4, verse 19, it talked about how Abraham was not weak in faith, but he was strong in faith. And so faith can be weak, faith can be strong, and it can vary in its level of strength from area to area in your life. Now, friend, don't assume that you already have very strong faith that God is for you and that you have no room to grow in this area. You know, getting angry at God and asking, why isn't God doing something? Or why did God let this happen? Come on, friend, have you ever done that? You ever got a little miffed at God because he didn't do something or asked him, Lord, why did you let this happen? In the undertones of this, you are questioning whether or not God is for you. I mean, if I go, Lord, why did you do this? Why did you let this happen? What am I saying? I'm questioning whether or not he's for me. And so again, don't assume, don't presume that you are fully convinced that God is for you and that your faith has no room to grow in this area. Because this week on the broadcast, we're going to be reading you scripture after scripture that tell you that God is for you. And we're believing together. I'm believing that this is going to happen in me. Friend, I'm believing it's going to happen in you. That as we go to the word this week on the broadcast, that your faith is going to soar in this area. And you are going to get confident and convinced that God is for you. And that your faith in this area is going to reach a level that it's never reached before. Now, let's go back to Psalm 56, verse 9. And I want to read this to you out of some other translations. In the CSB, it says this, Then my enemies will retreat on the day when I call. This I know God is for me. And again, he knew it. He was convinced of it, that God was for him. In the expanded Bible, it says this, on the day I call for help, my enemies will be defeated. I know 
that God is on my side. And friend, that is another way of saying that God is for you, saying that he is on your side. And what did the psalmist say there in the expanded Bible? He said, I know that God is on my side. Say that with me today, friend, as you're watching the broadcast. I know that God is on my side. The Living Bible says it like this. The very day I call for help, the tide of the battle turns. My enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is for me. Come on, friend, if you're not convinced about anything else, the one thing you want to get convinced about is that God is for you. And the psalmist said, this one thing I know, I know this, God is for me. And then in the voice translation, it says, then my enemies shall turn back and scatter on the day I call out to you. This I know for certain. God is on my side. And friend, that's the place we want to get to. We have to be unwavering in this reality that God is for us. We have to be unwavering in our belief that God is for us. Come on, when all hell is breaking loose, God is for me. If it's not going my way, I'm still convinced God is for me. Come on, if things aren't changing, the cry of my heart won't change. God is for me. If I pray and it didn't go the way that I thought it would go, the cry of my heart doesn't change. I'm convinced God is for me. I'm never going to raise my fist to the Lord and accuse Him of not being for me. I am convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt that He is for me. Come on, this one thing I know, God is for me, and I am certain that He is for me and that He is on my side. You know, David, who wrote the majority of the Psalms, was convinced that God was for him. In Psalm 23, verse 4, he says this, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And that again, that's another way of saying God is for me. To say God is with me means that he's on my side. He's for me. And what did David say when he was in the valley of the shadow of death? He said, I will not fear for you are with me. You are for me. He was convinced in that time of pressure, in that time when he was under great attack, in the valley of the shadow of death, he was convinced that God was for him. In Psalm 118, verse 6, he says this, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. What did he say? He said, the Lord is on my side. He was convinced about that. And him being convinced that God was for him was a major key in all of the great victories that he saw. 
He was convinced that God was for him, and that had everything to do with him walking in victory in his life. In fact, I want to read you some verses when David went down to go to battle with Goliath. He said this in, in 1 Samuel 17, 45. He told Goliath, he said, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Verse 46, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Verse 47, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hand. And then in verse 48, it said, David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Now, what was he saying when he was saying, I come at you in the name of the Lord of hosts? What was he saying when he said, the Lord will deliver you into my hand for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hand. David was saying, God is on my side. And friend, that is why he could run towards Goliath confidently because he was convinced that God is on my side and he's going to bring me through and he's going to cause me to experience a great victory over our adversary. See, if you're going to walk in victory, one of the things that has to happen is you got to get convinced that God is for you and that he is on your side. And this is why David experienced such great victories because he was rooted in the reality that God is for me. Come on, friend. 1 John 5, 4 says that faith is our victory and it's how we overcome. And the only way that you're going to have faith in God, that he would help you, that he would cause you to win, that he would bring you through, that he would cause you to come over, is if you are rooted in the reality that God is for you. Come on, this has everything to do with your faith and this has everything to do with you enjoying victory in your life. Say it with me again. God is for me. And so you got to get convinced that God is for you. You got to get unwavering in your belief that God is for you. You got to be able to, to cry it out in your dark, in the dark place, in the low place, in the pressured time. So many pre people hit a hard patch and they raise their fist at the Lord and they start accusing him of not doing what he should do or not doing what he could do. What you're saying at that point is that you don't believe God is for you. And friend, if the enemy can get you to believe that God is not for you, he has you on the ropes and it won't be long before you are being defeated by him. And so you got to get convinced God is for me. You got to get unwavering in your belief that God is for me. And friend, when you get settled in, in that and settled in your belief and in your faith that God is for you, it is a foundational piece to your faith in God and to you walking in victory in your life. And so believing, knowing, and being convinced that God is for you what it does is it puts faith in you. It makes you bold. It rids you of fear. I mean, how could David run towards a giant that is way more experienced in battle than he is and that is twice his size? 
How could he do that? How could he do that fearlessly? How could he do that boldly? How could he do that in faith? Because he believed, knew, and convinced, and was convinced that God was for him. And friend, when you believe and know and are convinced that God is for you, it puts faith in you that I'm going to win. I'm going to overcome. I'm going to break through. I'm going to, I'm going to get free from this thing. I'm going to come out of this thing and I'm convinced of it. Why am I convinced of it? Because God is for me. In Romans 8 31, it says, if God be for us, who dare be against us? Come on. You hear boldness in that. You hear confidence in that. You hear faith in that. Why? Because if God is for us, who dare be against us? We are going to overcome anything that comes against us. You know, in Numbers chapter 14, verse 9, when the uh, children of Israel didn't want to go into the promised land, and Joshua and Caleb did, they said this to the people. They said, don't rebel against the Lord, neither fear you the people of the land, for they are bred for us, their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. You could say the Lord is for us. Fear them not. Why did Joshua and Caleb have this boldness that we can overcome it? We can go in and possess the land. These giants in the land, they're bread for us. We'd say it like this. We'll eat them for breakfast. Why could they have that boldness? Why could they have that confidence? Why could they have that fearlessness? Why could they have that faith? Because they were convinced that God was for them. And friend, when you and I get convinced that God is for us, it puts faith in us and that positions us to enjoy great victories. And so all this week on the broadcast, the Holy Spirit is going to be stirring your faith up and feeding your faith that God is for you. And when your faith is fed and you get convinced that God is for you, you're going to get bold, you're going to get fearless, and it's going to position you to experience great victory in your life. Thank you, Lord. Now, as we're closing today's broadcast, friend, I want to remind you of these things. Number one, um, we are feeding your faith this week on the broadcast that God is for you. Number two, you got to get convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt. You got to get certain that God is for you. And then number three, believing, knowing, and being convinced that God is for you puts faith in you. It makes you bold. It rids you of fear. And it positions you for great victories. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we're asking you all this week on the broadcast to help us come up to a new level of faith in this reality that you are for us. And Lord, I'm, I'm praying over everybody watching the broadcast today. And Lord, any of them that are questioning whether or not you're for them, any of them that are having doubts about why did God not do this? And why did God not do that? Or why did he allow this to happen? Lord, I'm believing this week on the broadcast that you're going to minister to them by your spirit. And you are going to rid them of any doubt that you are for them and that you're going to feed their faith and that they're going to get strong and
rooted in the reality that God is for me. And Father, I do thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, thank you so much for watching the broadcast. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for Tuesday's edition of our Faith for Life broadcast. And we're going to continue this series entitled, God is for me. We'll see you then.